What's going on? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is heard live every day from noon to three on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content like invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with all the links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And again, thank you so much for your support. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope everybody's got their pouncing shoes on. It's time to pounce. Maybe a little seizing, too. I'll explain in a moment. First, thanks for everybody uh, who came out to the Pete and Greet this weekend. It was fantastic. I had a great time with everybody. And um, uh, we'll do it again. And uh, the pouncing and the seizing. The pouncing and the seizing. No, it didn't happen this weekend. We didn't know. We didn't know until now that we have to pounce and seize. And I think only people uh, that suspected China might have had a role in the coronavirus. Yeah, there we. Those are the people that have to pounce and seize. So if you believe that it started in an animal and uh, that animal was stored in a cage at a market before it was chopped up and sold for food to some Chinese people. And then the blood got all mixed in with like other like fecal matter or whatever. And then it like it got mixed in with some bats or something. And then that spread. And it, it, so it, if that's what you think uh, started the COVID pandemic, you are not in a position to pounce nor to seize. However, if you would like to pounce or seize, then uh, you could also adopt the lab leak theory as to uh, the creation of the COVID virus with lab leak or if it was intentionally released. That's another theory. But the lab leak theory, full disclosure, I have always thought to be the more uh, the more rational and logical explanation. And there are many reasons for it. There's been a lot of research done in the cover up, of course, in I, okay, fair enough. I, I do base a lot of this on my understanding of communism, which is commies lie. Always remember, communists lie. And so when China was asked about it and they were like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, or, oh, it must have started in this uh, in this market. I'm like, no, they know about it, and no, it didn't start in their market. It, the more logical explanation to me has always been it probably started in that lab that had all of the citations for its uh, safety violations and where the bat lady worked. This is the researcher who would spend all of her time in the caves getting all these coronaviruses uh, extracted from the bats and doing all this research. Right, That was always the more logical. Oh, and then there was also some employees who got really, really sick. And then they were like hiring for some of them who died, you know, from the lab. So it seemed to me... Like, that was always a reasonable explanation. It is a theory because, you know, China denies and doesn't let anybody access into the lab and they can't look at what they want to look at. And all the records were kind of corrupted. And, oh, sorry about that. Again, communists. So you can't trust them. So if that's your position, if that lab leak theory was was where you kind of drifted towards in your thinking... Put on the pouncy, uh, pouncing shoes. This is your moment. It is time to pounce and to seize upon a new report. This from the U.S. Energy Department, which has concluded that the COVID pandemic most likely arose from a lab leak. 
That according to a classified intelligence report recently provided to the White House and key members of Congress and then immediately leaked to the Wall Street Journal. The Energy de- <laughs> well, yeah, the Energy Department, it was. We, we, we can't see it. It's all super secret. But somebody read it, and then they told the Wall Street Journal's Michael Gordon and Warren Strobel. The Energy Department was previously undecided on how the virus emerged. So they had not adopted a formal position. Now, there are some other agencies that have adopted a formal position. And by the way, nobody knows, right? This is, to quote a a favorite chant of the leftist activist mob, this is what democracy looks like, right? This This is us just going over some theories. It's like the Alec Murdoch case, which, yes, I have the update. I have the breakdown. I got the highlights of his testimony from Friday afternoon, which was amazing. Um, I mean, not in like, a, oh, he did a great job, but just depending on which theory you've adopted there, and I haven't adopted one. I'm just like, I weigh both of the theories. I try to approach it from, okay, what if he did it? And then, okay, what if he didn't do it? And I try to assess those uh, statements. His testimony. So the Energy Department now joins the FBI in saying the virus likely. Oh, man, the FBI is on this side. Dang it. I mean, that means it's wrong. (laughs) I kid the FBI. I kid. So the Energy Department uh, is now with the with the FBI in their assessment in saying that the virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese lab. Four other agencies, along with a national intelligence panel, still judge that it was likely the result of a natural transmission. Uh, That's the zoonotic, uh, they call it the zoonotic theory. Um, And then there are two agencies, two other agencies that are undecided. They're not not willing to to put out a, a top secret report that then gets leaked. The Energy Department's conclusion is the result of new intelligence and is significant because the agency has considerable scientific expertise and oversees a network of U.S. national labs, some of which conduct advanced biological research. Now, the the term you're going to hear in uh, in the coverage here is, quote, low confidence, because the Energy Department made its judgment with, quote, low confidence. And see, so they're not even really on board. They're just like low confidence... The FBI report that they put out in 2021, they rated their confidence level as moderate, and they still hold that view. Dang it. So the FBI is moderate. That means it really isn't. the. I'm just kidding, FBI. I'm just kidding. The National Intelligence Council, which conducts long-term strategic analyses and four agencies, which officials decline to identify, still assess the low confidence with low confidence, that the virus came through the zoonotic, uh, the natural transmission from an infected animal. So they're low confidence, too. So when you hear people dismissing the lab leak theory in the wake of this coverage, while people are beginning to, you know, pounce and seize on the report, um, keep in mind that when they say, oh, it's only low confidence, that's the same level of confidence that the other agencies deemed the zoonotic theory. They said the same thing. They have the same low confidence level because we don't know, right? There's certainty. There's a high level of confidence. Uh, confidence. There's the moderate level like the FBI had. 
But everybody else is low confidence or they, they're not even taken aside yet. Despite the agency's differing analyses, the update reaffirmed an existing consensus between them that COVID-19 was not the result of a Chinese biological weapons program, the people who have read the classified report said. So all of the reports, whether you say zoonotic or you say lab leak, all of these agencies are in unison, unanimous, saying it was not the result of a Chinese biological weapons program, which, of course, means it probably was the result of a Chinese biological weapons program. (laughs) All right, 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. We're talking about the lab leak theory, the Energy Department's secret report that has now been leaked and says they have low confidence, but they say it's more likely than than the other theories that this is how COVID-19 started. So, Ralph, welcome to the program. Hello, Ralph. How are you? Good, Pete. Good afternoon and everything. You know, these days it's getting harder and harder to differentiate or not. But uh, anyway, to make a long story short, our politicians and the communists, because they have the same characteristics of lying. And there's probably only about 3%, I would say, in, in politics that tell the truth. So I think this is a, it's a fair point. We're all humans. All humans lie uh, about little things or big things or everything if you're uh, Alec Murdoch, apparently. No, I can't. I can't. Um, but, um, but also, the, the, the nexus is government, right? Because under communism, the state is all-powerful. And so, therefore, everybody that is part of, quote, the state is essentially a politician to some degree. They have to be because it's, this is how things get done in government, Right. And so, yes, we have our own government here, and so politicians in charge of our government, they will lie as well. Right. Which is why I'm a limited government guy. If you want to get rid of, like, politics, uh, you want to uh, divorce politics from a lot of the discussions uh, in our society, then you, you limit the size of the government, and it, it, you don't need to engage in politics. Yeah, just, just uh, shrink it down, and that way we would uh, have a small percentage of liars. Right. Right, and, and that's the thing. They're, like Milton Friedman uh, told uh, Phil Donahue on one of those appearances that he made on the Donahue show all those years ago, you know, who are these angels among us that are, you know, right now working in government versus the private sector? Like if you uh, if you get rid of, like are, you're saying that all of a sudden if you get government to be bigger, then all of a sudden we get better people that are involved in it? Why, where are they now? Um they're all hiding out in the private sector and they refuse to go to work in the public sector or is it vice versa? So, yeah, it's a fair point. Ralph, I appreciate the call, sir. Yeah, that's the thing about communists, right? The state is the power, right? And so they're politicians, all of them. You got to be because that's how stuff gets done. There's no, quote, invisible hand in the market that's rewarding good ideas or behaviors, you know? It's all the state. All right, so back to this uh, exclusive story that the Wall Street Journal did, and then the New York Times, uh, I guess they got it confirmed as well. They got a copy of the, the Energy Department report as well. The Wall Street Journal, though, broke the story, and they say China, which has placed limits on investigations by the World Health Organization, has disputed that the virus could have leaked from one of its labs. And it has suggested that it emerged outside of China. And that's why uh, everybody was a racist for calling it the Wuhan virus. <laughs> Are we allowed to call it that again? Is a moderate, does a mo- or does a, does a low confidence report, does that, 
Does that make it non-racist now to call it the Wuhan virus? Because we used to label these viruses by where they originated. And China didn't like it, so I don't know. Um, And then apparently it caused a whole bunch of people to start attacking Asian people in America, right? Calling it the Wuhan virus. I mean, that was my understanding of the, the direct connection. Trump made them all do it, yeah. The Chinese government didn't respond to requests for comment about whether there has been any change in its views on the origin of COVID-19. Some scientists argue that the virus probably emerged naturally and leapt from an animal to a human. The same pathway for outbreaks of previously unknown pathogens. Intelligence analysts who have supported that view give weight to the precedent of past new infectious disease outbreaks that have this zoonotic origin. You had the flourishing trade in a diverse set of animals. In other words, yeah, they they offered a wide selection of animals that you could eat at the wet market. Um, and their conclusion that Chinese officials did not have foreknowledge of the virus. Yet no confirmed animal source for COVID-19 has ever been identified, which is kind of a big deal to me. Like that, if you're going to make the argument to me, which I have heard from the beginning, that it was zoonotic origin in nature, then... Um, I think you should, I don't know, provide to me the animal that had it, right? You, I mean, this is like saying, oh, there's like, you know, we, we evolved from, uh, from amoebas in the water that then like grew legs and, and ditched the gills and got lungs and all this. And, oh, I mean, it happened over billions of years or whatever. And then there was like this gap of like the missing link thing. Like that's always been a bit of a sticking point for me. Like w- when you make the jump to the thing where we are, and you, you you don't know what happened in between. It's just, oh, well, I, I think that undercuts the theory just a little bit. Kind of like the Big Bang Theory. I think that's undercut by, you know, this idea that there was an uncaused effect, right? Like, where did this stuff come from? Oh, it just always was. Well, that, that that's not very science-y in my estimation, right? A, an uncaused effect? Something that just happens? That's like the antithesis, I thought, of of science, of the science, of the Fauci, right? I I thought. Anyway, um, there's no confirmed animal source for the COVID-19 origination. The lack of an animal source and the fact that Wuhan is the center of China's extensive coronavirus research, well, that has led some scientists and U.S. officials to argue that a lab leak is probably the best explanation for the pandemic's beginning. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the exact kind of research on this exact kind of virus at a lab that's already been cited for violations, uh, 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 safety violations. Like that to me seems way more plausible. And it doesn't have this big, it doesn't have this gap. It doesn't have this like, well, except for this, you know, the one part where like everything happened. We actually have an explanation for how it happened. The U.S. State Department cables written in 2018 and internal Chinese documents show that there were persistent concerns about China's biosafety procedures which have been cited by proponents of the lab leak hypothesis. Yes, we cite it because it's what we call evidence. It is a piece of evidence that leads to a likely conclusion. Uh, So the debate over whether COVID-19 might have escaped from a lab has been fueled by U.S. intelligence that three researchers from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or as I call it, the WIV, Uh, They became sick enough in November 2019 that they sought hospital care. A House Intelligence Committee report concluded last year that this disclosure did not strengthen either the lab leak or the natural origin theory, as the researchers might have become sick with just the seasonal flu 
but some former U.S. officials say the sick researchers were involved in coronavirus research. Merely a coincidence. There's a lot of evidence for it. I'm not saying I know that it happened that way, but there's a lot of a lot more evidence for the lab leak theory than for the zoonotic theory. Um. So then the New York Times, uh, they did their own story on this. Headline, lab leak most likely caused pandemic, Energy Department says. Again, this is based on, quote, new intelligence, which prompted the Energy Department to conclude that an accidental lab leak in Wuhan was most likely the cause of the pandemic. But other agencies disagree, and some have not concluded anything at this point. Uh, Officials will not disclose what the new intelligence was. And then we have this from The Hill. TheHill.com. Headline, Republicans jump on lab leak report. (laughs) So, yes, they are seizing. Literally, it says Republicans are seizing. By the way, this is a joke if you are uh, unaware uh, uh, why I, I, like, this is Operation Seizy Pounce, I call it. This is, it's a, it's a twist on journalisming rule number two, which is when the, um, when the scandal is about a Republican, then the story is the scandal. But if the story is about a Democrat, then the story is about the reaction by the Republicans to that scandal. And usually Republicans are pouncing on the scandal. They are seizing upon the scandal in order to make life for Democrats harder. That's usually the way that goes. And so when when the right talks about pouncing and seizing, we are mocking. We are mocking media outlets, reporters, because this is how they frame these stories. It's never that it's never that people are like reacting to an energy department report and saying, oh, well, if this is the evidence, then this seems to corroborate this thing. And so let's proceed accordingly. No, no, it's always pouncing and seizing upon in or, or jumping on uh, this new report because we're going to try to stick it to Democrats or something. I don't know why this is a partisan thing at this point it shouldn't be they're just different theories we can have a discussion about this we i i was talking about the various uh uh theories two years ago when it first happened spent a lot of time on the podcast doing this republicans are seizing on a new energy department conclusion pointing to a lab leak they put that in scare quotes as well lab leak as causing the COVID 19 outbreak And they're using it, they're seizing on it to call for swift action against the Chinese government, which has refused to cooperate with global probes into the pandemic's origin, which is totally the behavior of a government that has nothing to hide. Right. They are so confident that it came from eating pangolins or whatever those things were uh, that happened to be stored next to some bats in a marketplace without any kind of health and safety regulations. Right. That's. That's so, so what happened that you can't investigate. (laughs) You're not allowed to come to the lab. You're not even going to, nope, can't even look at this stuff. No, sorry. The Wall Street Journal and the uh, New York Times reported Sunday that the Energy Department had determined with low confidence, again, low confidence, they put that in scare quotes as well, that the virus was leaked from a lab. Though it's unclear what new intelligence that was based on. Yes, it being a top-secret intelligence report, we didn't get to see it. 
The lack of confidence or details on the assessment did not stop Republicans from claiming validation and calling for urgent action against China. Then the rest of the story is just tweets, basically. It's like really lazy journalism. But um, the lack of confidence. Notice how they... Notice how low confidence gets turned into lack of confidence just from one sentence to the next. It's literally the next sentence where the reporter here, Lauren Sforza, she literally does a rewrite going from low confidence to now lack of confidence without any explanation here that the other intelligence agencies or government uh, departments that had also weighed in on which theory they liked best and they weighed in on the zoonotic theory, they too had, quote, low confidence in that theory. So does that lack confidence as well? According to Lauren, it should. But my favorite, oh man, this is my favorite. It came from Mehdi Hassan. I think, I don't know how to, or Mehdi, M-E-H-D-I, Mehdi, ooh, like, like a Jedi, Mehdi, Mehdi Hassan, He's a host on MSNBC and NBC's Peacock TV. And he put out a tweet and it says thus, (laughs) the simple reason why so many people were not keen to discuss the lab leak theory, and he makes sure to highlight theory, the simple reason why so many did not want to discuss it is because it was originally conflated by the right with Chinese bioweapon conspiracies and continues to be conflated by the right with anti-Fauci conspiracies. Blame the conspiracy theorists. It's hard to have a good faith disagreement about a major issue if the issue itself has been hijacked by bad faith folks. Uh, It's just this war. And that SLB Johnson, that's the reason. Like, this is, this, uh, that's a quote from the Forrest Gump movie, remember? Where the guy who beats up Jenny... And then she gets back together with him when they get on the bus and head out, right? He he slaps her or whatever at the Black Panther party. Oh, speaking of Black Panthers, I got that I got something on the Angela Davis. This <laughs> it's amazing. All right, anyway, but the and and then Forrest Gump jumps the guy and beats him up, right? Because he hit Jenny. And what does the guy, Wesley is his name. What does Wesley say? That the reason why he beat his wife or whipped up on Jenny, his girlfriend, was because just this war and that SOB Johnson, the president, right? There, so it's not him. It's there's this, some external thing. And that's what this guy Hassan is saying. It's not my fault I refuse to engage in good faith disagreement with you. It's because you couldn't engage in good faith disagreement with me. And that's why I wouldn't talk at all about it. This is why we all ignored it. We didn't want to discuss it. That's why. It's because you. Yeah. If you let bad faith actors co-opt valid ideas, you are as much to blame as they are. Josh Mask, an economist at Temple University, said, yeah, that's not a good reason. (laughs) He said, we should always be objective and rely on data. It was a mistake to be so dismissive about something we didn't know one way or the other. Right. When you scope out your adversaries, your, your political opponents, when you scope out their position on something and then just take the opposite... That's not good faith, guys. That's not a good faith argument either. All right. So, okay. So I did not read Jim Garrity. I'm looking at this tweet right now. Um, Why would the U.S. Energy Department be weighing in on the origins of COVID-19? It's a good question. 
Well, the short answer is because the Department of Energy has a special division. Apparently, it's called uh, Z Division. Like the letter Z. Unless maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like some sort of foreign pronunciation. Z Division. Like that. I don't know. Um, But Z Division. And this is housed in the Lawrence Livermore Labs. And Jim Garrity says, when there's a suspected threat of biological weapons, bacterial, viral, or other infectious pathogens, the U.S. government calls Lawrence Livermore Labs. And when the rest of the U.S. intelligence community is stumped, it calls the division. So DOE has a special division that, as part of its mission to track and mitigate the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction, this division specializes in the study of biological weapons. That's why the Energy Department took a look at this. And they said, oh, you know what, low confidence, but lab leak, probably. But they also said doesn't appear to be bioweapon. But we don't know, because China won't let people investigate. So, yeah. My good friend Ray Cooper on the Twitter machine says, Pete, who's acting more in bad faith? The person who espouses a theory that some people disagree with or the one who suppresses or attacks a theory not based on facts, but simply because people they despise agree with that theory. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Ray, my good friend, Ray Cooper. Um, by the way, that is a reference to both Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton calling our governor their good friend, Ray Cooper, at various stops uh, in North Carolina over the years. All right, so then there's this piece uh, by Jeff Blair. You can follow him on Twitter. He's uh, he's a good follow. He also does a uh, does a podcast called Political Beats, uh, which is all about music. He's a big music guy, and he I mean he goes deep on uh, on these subjects of uh, like albums. He'll review an entire album and whatever. So if you're into music, go follow him. His name is Esoteric CD. Esoteric CD. Anyway, his name is Jeff Blair, B-L-E-H-A-R. And uh, at National Review, he says, Yesterday morning, the Wall Street Journal broke the news that the U.S. Department of Energy was changing its assessment as to the origins of COVID-19. Relevant not just because the DOE is a federal government organ, but because its work actually puts it surprisingly adjacent to this field. Concluding that the outbreak was most likely the product of a lab leak, presumably the Chinese coronavirus, a research lab in Wuhan rather than natural mutation and transmission. And of course, by yesterday afternoon, Republicans had commenced the pouncing. Yes, the yes, the orders to engage Operation CZ Pounce had obviously gone out. God forbid anybody who pointed out that COVID-19 originated from the exact location where risky coronavirus research was being conducted by the Chinese government should get angry about this, right? No, no, no. Why would we, when we were treated so well by conventional wisdom's baleful gaze for so long? He goes on to say later in the piece that the DOE's new assessment was offered with low confidence, as if to suggest that makes its claim weak. But guess what else was offered with low confidence? The National Intelligence Panel's assessment conclusion. When they said it was zoonotic, they said it was low confidence as well. He says, what's so infuriating about the entire public discourse around COVID-19, at least as conducted online, of course, is the kabuki theater nature of it. 
It's a parody of discussion fit for a modern world where public life is permanently political. He then cites ProPublica as well as Vanity Fair, hardly some right-wing publications. They took a look at these theories. They did a very, very lengthy piece in October 2022, and the authors there actually pieced together and pinpoint the exact date of when the Chinese authorities had their uh uh-oh realization that COVID-19 had escaped from the Wuhan lab, and they began communicating it in the Communist Party's uniquely Byzantine internal language. It was scandalously early, November of 2019. This nightmare had been brewing for months before the world caught wind of it. So maybe that's why Republicans are pouncing, right? Just spitballing here, guys. But maybe that's what's behind the CZ nature of all of this. Not because they're Republicans or conservatives, but because we're normal human beings who do not appreciate having the entire mainstream media, as well as our social media censors, operating with tacit encouragement from the federal government, urinate on our legs for a solid three years while telling us it's just a protracted patch of bad weather. I can tolerate quite a bit. I draw the line in having my intelligence insulted repeatedly by dim-witted people who were wrong when I made none of their mistakes. That's Jeff Blair at National Review. So Lab League theorists, pounce away, my friends. Pounce away.